Welcome to a Thought City Podcast, where we talk about music from the business aspect to the creative aspect. We're going to talk about all the ins and outs in this industry. So if you're interested, stay tuned because we got a lot to talk about. Welcome to the first episode of the Thrive City Podcast. I'm your host, Nano. And I'm your co-host, Brina. Yes, you are. So I'm his girlfriend, for all of y'all that didn't know. Um, I'm not in the music industry, so I'm not like a producer or like an artist or anything. But I am in business school at college, and I tend to research stuff. I'm all about, you know, wellness and good habits and finance. So I feel like... I can provide a lot of advice about the music industry from the business side, which is also like as important as everything else. So that's a little bit about me. Yeah. I'm Nano. I'm a music producer and audio engineer, the owner of Thrive City Records and yeah, the Thrive the City Podcast. The shirt I'm wearing right yeah, now. Right there. Yeah. Merch will come out soon. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, But let's get into this episode. Episode one is about how to get started to get in the started. music industry yes that episode one. as an artist though as an artist so we're this is gonna be a series yeah you know, it's gonna be a series we'll do like producer maybe yeah. like audio engineer uh, mm-hmm. a manager, like manager everything yeah but for right now we're just talking about the artists because artists right now are struggling kind of yeah um right now it's slow like this month has been very slow for mm-hmm. artists so i just want to give them like a way to get into the industry and like easy easy guides as to what they should be doing yeah okay so let's just get into it yeah so we created five steps we're gonna pop them up on the screen so you can read them as the as the show progresses yeah um so the first step is going to be perfecting your craft obviously right every entrepreneur that goes into a business doesn't have to be or like a musician any other entrepreneur business person they perfect their craft meaning like they're gonna do that thing really well in order to get them somewhere perfecting your craft is necessary though like they there are people who don't know what the hell they're doing yeah and that's not okay especially if you're charging money for it Mm -hmm. so if you want to get the most out of it you need to perfect your craft 100 percent. and like let's get into though how do you perfect your craft like how do you be good at what you're doing as an artist well as an artist you just have to practice yeah i know it's silly to say like well, it's not silly to say. Well, no. It's what everyone says. You have to practice. You have to practice. There's no Every other way. Every single day. There is no and, other way. Well, we also were mentioning before, well, when we were talking, you can write about 16 bars yeah. every day. 16 bars, for those of you who don't know, those are lines. Yeah. It's 16 lines of, of writing. Legitimately sentences. You write 16 sentences. That's it. That's all you need a day. Yeah. And if you want to know what to write about, honestly, it can literally, literally be anything but I think what would be challenging for you and kind of like, you know, I guess it might be silly, but I would say pick an object, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Like a candle. Yeah. Like or a water bottle. Or, or a can. It could be a, your phone. Anything. You just have to. It could be your dog. Yeah. It could be your bed. Yeah. Any object. Anything. And I think it would be more challenging if it wasn't like a person or even if it wasn't a dog, because I feel like if you get an object. It's not living, so then how are you going to like add life to it through your bars? Well, that's where 
<laughs> that's where English comes into play. Yeah, English that's class. where literature comes yeah. into play in poetry. Yeah. So if you do that and you just picked a random object, then how are you going to write about that like water bottle, let's say, without saying that it's a water bottle? How well, are you going to talk about its qualities? Yeah. Liquid. It flows. Compare water, it. Metaphor. Compare it. Metaphor. Use similes. Mm -hmm. Like you don't have to directly say that it's a water bottle. You could just infer that it's a water bottle. Yeah. You know, like you could just talk about its texture. Or you could just talk about the cap, the label, labels on water bottles, but mm -hmm. you don't have to say it's a label on water bottle. You just talk about labels in general. Yeah. If you practice every day, you'll somehow be able to like connect the water in the water bottle to like, I don't know. Anything. Anything. Legitimately anything. Anything. It could be like world hunger, yeah. like anything. So I think that's the beauty about picking just a random object because it challenges you to use those similes and metaphors yeah. instead of you know just picking a person or like love or emotion you pick an object well i i i think picking a person or an emotion is hard also it's harder yeah. than even the object oh really because you have to legitimately dissect who they are yeah and you have to analyze it and you have to it's it's more technical than you would think because mm. It's not like you're just writing to write. You have to sit there and think about how you want to portray that person mm -hmm. in, in the way that you see them. Whereas an object is an object. Mm -hmm. You know what it is, you know? But people are more complicated than that. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. So what's another way, though, that we can perfect the craft? Well, other than those 16 lines, yeah. you need to expand your vocabulary. Yeah, 100%. Like, educate yourself, man. Yeah. Read the freaking dictionary. Yeah, legitimately. Go to the library. If you don't have up. money, get a book, like a library card, just read it. Yo, you have a phone. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> you, you have, don't have a to phone. go to the library. You don't have to go to the library. You have a phone. Legitimately type in the letter A and take 10 words a day. Yeah. Write them down. Memorize what they mean. Yeah. Memorize what they mean and see how they're using sentences. Yeah. And that's, that's all you need. Yeah. And then you know what you do? You take that A. Because this week you're working on the letter A. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's cool. I like that. And you use that and you use at least one word that you've learned mm -hmm. each day in your 16 lines. Mm -hmm. It's It works. Yeah. It works. And then also, like, when you're just listening to music, study your artists. And I yes. mean, be, like, analytical. I would say, you know, Genius, the app Genius. This yeah. is not sponsored, by the way, which I wish it was. Genius sponsor us. Um, the app Genius gives you every lyrics almost every single person's mm -hmm. lyrics right so what you should do is download the pdf or copy and paste it mm -hmm. print it out or if you have an ipad or some type of screen take the pdf or the screenshot put it on a notes or, or something like that and annotate it as if you were in english class because mm -hmm. i know in english class every single one of you sat down and read shakespeare in class and you had to write a b c for the mm -hmm. rhyme scheme but that's exactly what you should be doing, though, if yeah. you want to perfect your craft. Because if you want to be a J. Cole, you know what J. Cole did? He studied Biggie yeah. and Tupac. He studied the people that he loved. He studied poetry. Mm -hmm. And what he did was he saw how they used their writing skills yeah. and their writing abilities and applied it to his own storytelling. And the thing with that is that you are, if you're analytical and then, you know, in turn, you'll be lyrical with your music. And as a result from that, you'll be able to connect with an audience more. And then from that, you'll be able to get more of a loyal fan base. And from there, honestly, 
it's not like you're just like there are artists who will just go viral after one song no you being lyrical and connecting with an audience will really help you create a long-lasting effect in the music industry yeah because you're not just talking about putting someone in a pack you're not just Mm -hmm. talking about money and hoes you're talking about Real, real shit, shit yeah real shit that people have gone through or that people are going through mm-hmm. and helping them out and that shit lasts like it that lasts shit lasts in people's lives a mind. lifetime mm-hmm. it lasts a lifetime and people some people don't get that yeah and that's kind of a transition that i'm trying to get people to get into more yeah like it's not it's not about rapping over a boom bap beat or like a, a 90s but the thing beat. with that is that people will like talk about hoes and bitches and whatever and they they don't know because no one's telling them to be lyrical or be yeah, analytical or study music. Yeah. So they're just doing it just to do it. But half of the artists don't pay attention because it's not their thought. Yeah. They don't, they don't care what you have to say about their music. Mm-hmm. They just want to do what they want to do. And that's it. That's another tip. Be yeah. open to criticism. Yeah. Because you need to know what's going to make you excel more, especially from people that have been in the industry mm-hmm. for a long period of time. If you're in the booth with an engineer and he's telling you to try something different, and you're just negating what he's saying, then your song is not going to be its full potential. The engineer is there to make a hit. That's why they're behind the console. Yeah, of course. Or behind the computer. Because they're, they're getting credits off of your song, mm-hmm. whereas you are too. So his goal is to make that hit. His goal isn't to just sit there and record you and be like, oh yeah, next take. Yeah, no. Okay, yeah, keep going. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, 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 record it again. Okay, yeah, I think that one was good. All right, yeah, you done? no that's not yeah. it. it's oh i think you should try this because it's going to it's going to take what you did in this verse or in this hook or mm-hmm. in these ad-libs and it's going to make it sound better because you're contrasting it or you're yeah. you're you're doubling it up it's all about building it's each other all up. about building each other yeah. up in a community and half of these people do not mm-hmm. understand it and it boils my blood yeah there's there's a lot of like nooks and crannies there that need to be fixed yeah especially with music producers um and artists mm-hmm. there's just a lot it's, going it's on not it's just a little them, messy though. it's artists oh it's everyone it's artists music producers and engineers yeah because artists treat engineers and producers like shit yeah because they feel like they have some sort of entitlement or something like that that's Which another I don't get like i don't really get it don't either because we're all here just to get a paycheck I'm and like, to end for the enjoyment mm-hmm. of music sorry go ahead music producers and audio engineers are really the backbone of of every single song i mean if you just had someone singing up a cappella i mean could you imagine could you imagine hearing like a reggaeton song with just <laughs> like the person singing i mean that shit's who the hell is gonna vibe to that no, no you one need the beat the drums the mm-hmm. mixed the mixed beat and drums then the so mixed then i really vocals. don't get how artists have their ego all the way up here I, it's i don't know they feel like we're just there to be there like yeah we're we should be respected too you yeah know? of course um it's crazy okay we got a little sidetracked but you know let's go on to what we said before so before we're saying um you know study the structure of your favorite artists study the structure whether it's the rhyme Mm -hmm. scheme the way that they that they actually rap because there's different ways of Mm -hmm. rapping you have your abc rap where you're like or your one two three rap as they call it yeah where it's just like you're rapping one right after the other you're rhyming the same word for mm-hmm. the entire verse and then you go into the hook yeah or you have your storytelling rappers like j cole yeah where they're very strategic like i could put an m on your head you're luigi's brother now mm-hmm. and that's about, a double entendre yes it's okay. a double entendre because he's talking about it means two things it means two things okay. yeah and that's very important if you want to be lyrical in your music 
um, it's important for you to, you know, mention something and it, it mean two things because mm-hmm. then it's like it gets people thinking. Yeah. And then they're like, wait, what did he say? Then they play it back. Yeah. You, you do that two, shit all the time. You just got two plays from a from an artist. Mm-hmm. I mean, from a listener. Just because you did one double entendre in the whole song. Yeah. You know, like that that adds up. Mm-hmm. Another way you can perfect your craft is if you're listening to freestyles and you're practicing freestyle yourself. Yeah. yeah. It can be literally be like anywhere, anytime. It could literally be while you're showering, while Yo, you're in the car. If you're not thinking about words that rhyme yeah. while you're shitting on the toilet. If you're not, what are you doing with your life? Yeah, if you're not eating, breathing, sleeping, pooping, yeah. music, writing, like everything. yeah, writing, flowing on beats. Like if you're not, if you're not in it, one hundred percent. If your mind isn't obsessed with uh-huh. it, you need to. You find need to be else. fucking obsessed. You have to be obsessed because this fucking industry is hard. Yeah, it takes a long time mm-hmm. to be successful. So I mean, if you're not in it one hundred percent, I don't know what you're doing. Just and the what we're talking about right now, it's uh, what's it called? Rise, not rising. What is it called? It's like a slow progression. Yeah, it is a slow progression. It's a slow progression because this shit is not going to take a week. No, it's not. It's going to take two to three years minimum. Yeah, I mean, some people. Some people obviously blow up faster than that. They blow up faster, but they're putting in the work with, you know, other stuff. And, you know, they're putting in the money and everything. Their writing is up to par. Like, you you have to have that quality there, you know? And that's an that's another tip. Because it takes tip. time to you know perfect every yeah. step of the way. That, that's another tip though. Quantity versus quality. Wait, no quality. Oh, quality. quality. Yeah, quality. I missed that. I missed. I mixed it up. I mixed it up. Quality versus quantity. You yeah. want your 100%. shit to, to be up there with the with the big guys, mm-hmm. the big leagues. You know, what? it's better. You know, releasing one good song mm-hmm. and investing every your month. money, investing your money into making it mm-hmm. good. Than like doing four crappy quick yeah. songs. Because what's it's the not point? about how many true, how much it's you release. Not. It's about being consistent. Because if you do mm-hmm. one a month, that's still okay as long as it's like, you know, a good quality song. Because you yeah. don't want to just do four a month and then, I mean, they're like whatever. They're crappy songs. Yeah, they suck. And then it's like, why am I even listening to this mm-hmm. person? Yeah. There's no point. Okay, so once once your writing is up there, you know. And that sh- let that shit's gonna take a little bit of time. Just make sure you're practicing every day because we're not. This is not like a week later. This is this can be several weeks later, several months later. But while you're perfecting, you know your craft and you're practicing every day. Your next step is to create a library of songs in your notes or your notepad, wherever you know on your phone, a library of like twenty-four to fifty-two songs. That's a good amount. That's about how how many is how many is that? Twenty four is two releases each month, and then fifty two would be one release every single week. So that's that's good. Depending on how committed you are, yeah, is depending on how many songs it, you release. It's doable. I it mean, is doable. You don't need to do two every month. You could do as long as you're consistent with how much you're doing every month. It can be once every month, but as long as you have a library of a good amount of songs for the whole year. That way, when you're done, you know, recording these or not even recording songs, you do not have to have these songs recorded as long as you have them written down the lyrics. Yeah. Then you can sort of get started with, you know, slowly having the money to go in the recording studio. In reality, I think the best way to do it is mm-hmm. as you're writing these 24 to 52 songs, once you feel that your your writing is up to par with how you want it to be in order to release it. You're saving up money for studio time. Yeah, 100%. Not just studio time, but also mixing and mastering, because that is necessary. And we'll explain that why later. So I don't understand why artists will choose to 
release rough mixes. I don't get it. We'll talk, we'll get into that okay. in a little bit. We'll get so into we'll that get into bit. that. But while you are writing, you should be working your ass off. Yeah, just to save to up money. Sa- yeah, to save up money because two times it costs money. It's expensive. Whether you even buy your own equipment or you go to a studio, mm-hmm. it's still expensive. Whether you need to shoot music videos, it's expensive. It's expensive. You're going to be spending thousands of dollars on this shit. And that's all going to be up front. You're not going to see any nope. reward, guys. And the important part of this is that you, you want to, if you want to be 100% in this game in order to succeed, because the music industry is not for the fucking weak. It's not. All right? You got to be not savage completely. You have to know when to respect. Mm-hmm. And you have to know when to be savage. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Because there's going to be times where people test your gangster. Yeah. Straight up. They're going to test you to the point where you want to break their face in. Like, it, it's, it's annoying as fuck. But you have to learn to keep your composure. Because the second you fuck up in this industry, mm-hmm. you fuck everything up for yourself. Yeah. 100%. Like, they won't work with you. Mm-hmm. At all. Because you, you immediately have a reputation, you know? So you need to learn to control yourself control your emotions and learn to maneuver yourself Mm -hmm. correctly yeah so um also like i said you know this this shit's not for the week so you need to be in this 100 percent and you're not gonna see any reward so don't be expecting that oh my god you release a song and you think like a month later it's gonna do so many numbers that shit's not gonna happen for the most part I Unless mean, your song goes viral yeah, on TikTok which or whatever. Which can happen. We're not saying that it can it happen. We're not saying it but can't realistically, happen. Realistically, it'll take most, time. Yeah, it yeah, takes time. Yeah. So you're putting a lot of money into this thing that you don't even know it's going to do well. How do you stay motivated? Well, as an, if you're thinking of yourself as an entrepreneur, which we'll, we'll get into the next step, because after all, as a musician, you're not just a musician or an artist or a producer or whatever. You are an entrepreneur because you're building up your brand. Your brand is your name, mm-hmm. your alias. Which whatever, we'll your go into name. that for the next step. Yeah. But every entrepreneur has to take risk. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. So many entrepreneurs put like 100K or more up front just to yeah. start their business. And they expect, obviously, they expect you know, some reward, but not right away. Yeah. A lot of the times they're putting that money that they're getting right into the business as well. Well, that's kind of like going into labels because mm-hmm. labels front you money yeah and it's 100k and up most of the time 50k yeah. and up so it's it's all an investment and it's all a risk well the thing about labels well i mean i don't even know we should talk about that now i mean that that's like a whole other conversation it is a whole other conversation but i'm saying like Shit's it's not the same free thing. money guys no it's never it's free. not free money. but we'll, we'll we'll get into it yeah <laughs> yeah we'll get into it. So next so, another yeah probably episode. a different episode but everything is a risk in this industry nothing is for sure mm-hmm. okay um but to get back to it, the, the library, as you're writing your music, once you feel comfortable with it, you should be saving up money. Mm-hmm. And then what you need to do is then, once you have your 52 songs, mm-hmm. write 10 more. Yeah. Because then you have singles. How many? Is this for a year? This is, well, 24 songs would be for a year if you're doing two releases every mm-hmm. year. And then I mean, the, 50, the 52 songs? 52 songs would be one every week. One every week? Because it's 52 For weeks. a year. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, so those are for a year. That way you have enough songs for a year. Yeah. In the vault. It's possible. Like, it's not a scary number. It's possible if you're practicing every single day. Yeah, it is. Because honestly, you should memorize all your songs. Yeah. That's the best way to record. Because mm-hmm. if you have to be looking at a phone and reading that it, that shit will mess up your flow. It, it's not just going to mess up your flow, it's going to 
Mm-hmm. You're gonna be like reading it. You're not. You're not putting, in it. You're not in it. You're in your phone. Yeah. You're not like you're focused on. You're not putting else. all your all your energy, energy emotion, emotion yeah. into the into the actual recording, yeah. which is what you're supposed to be picking up in a mic. Mm-hmm. So what you need to do is memorize it. You can have your phone there to guide mm-hmm. you. Like okay, let me. I'm forgetting my next line. Let me go. All right, and then you go into it. Mm-hmm. But half the time, people don't memorize it. Yeah. So you'll have that for a year. Uh-huh. You know the, the 24, 52 songs. That's a year of your music. And then you up in while general. you're recording the first. The first 24, you need to write 10 more because then you have an EP. You have a seven, a seven song, five to seven song EP, and then a, well, two yeah. really, two, a part one yeah. and a part two. Because if it's 10 songs, an EP is five to seven songs. And like, I mean, you don't have to do this. We're no. just, we're, we're just saying giving you a this because if it's, you know, it's the, I guess the, it's the best way to do it. It's if a good you strategy. Want. It's, it's a good one, strategy. It's one of many strategies. Mm-hmm that there are in this industry yeah but it's it's one that a lot of people have done yeah so if you know once you create those songs you have them written down while you're doing that you're saving up whatever your job you have to get in order to save up i know i understand people have bills and whatever but if you're not putting your all into this if that means you have to work three jobs just so that you can make this work work the three fucking jobs but we're not saying to sacrifice your family Obvious. Also, yeah. if you have Don't, a family, they're your priority uh, yeah, 100%. 100%. But what we're saying is do whatever you can sacrifice mm-hmm. to get what you want. Yeah, because obviously this, everything... If it's your dream, you're going you're gonna to put your all into it. Yeah. And how you said that you need to stay motivated, there's a lot of different ways to do that. Because a lot of people fall into slumps. 100%. And it's very hard to get with, out of You know, them. that's with everyone trying to go after their dreams. Yeah, it is. And it's, it's hard, especially when you do it for a very long time. Yeah. As as long as you want it and you want it bad, you'll get through it. You will get through it, and that's all you have to do. And have faith in your music. Mm-hmm. That's it. Because as long as you have faith in your music, somebody else will. Yeah. Even if even if it's just one person, you just need one person. Yeah. You don't need a thousand people. Mm-hmm. You just need one person. You just to need one person. That's it. So you have the songs written down. You have the money saved. Every single month now, what you should be doing is going to the recording studio. And also, after you're done recording those two songs, you should get them professionally mixed and mastered. That is, without a doubt, mm-hmm. a necessary step. And if you don't do that... The reason why. Mm-hmm. The reason why. Yeah. <laughs> the reason why. Uh-huh. <laughs> the reason why you need to get a mix and mastered yeah. is, first off, your shit is going to sound garbage. Yeah. If you don't get that shit professionally mixed and mastered, I'm not talking about a 15-minute mix. Okay? Yeah. 15-minute mixes are done by studios mm-hmm. where they want to give you your mix so you could get out and they could push in another artist. Mm-hmm. All right? I'm talking about a real day or a real two hours of an engineer sitting down in a chair at the computer playing the same clip back mm-hmm. to back to back just to get your shit perfect because you need that quality in this industry. And I can't, I can't say this shit enough because uh-huh. it pisses me off. Because I'm, I'm someone who, if I listen to your song and the mix is not good, I'm turning that shit off. Same. Same. Turning mm-hmm. it off. There's no reason why I need to listen to your song. Even if you're the best rapper in the world, I'm turning it off. People in this, in this industry, for other types of ventures, where it's not just streaming songs, will not take your song for anything. They won't take your song if it's not mixed and mastered. Yeah. At all. Like, you need to really really heavily consider it and really do it if you're an artist because there's no point in you even releasing a song if you don't get it mastered. people in the people like a and r's labels 
companies that want to put your music on in their movies, mm-hmm. they won't take it. Yeah. They will not. So then what, you know, what they'll are you doing like, it for? Yeah. They'll Why be like, did you release it? They'll what be the like, point? oh my God, this song is so good, but it sounds so bad. Yeah. So they're not going to take your song, which means you're not going to get income. Mm-hmm. So then what the hell did you just, you know, waste you just, all your time you just on? just wasted your time on it. Unless you go and you get that shit mixed and mastered mm-hmm. and then you release it. Like, it's a need. That is a need. And many people don't do it and it yeah. bothers me. So for people who are like, don't even know what mix and mastered is because you know you might find people who don't yeah. even know what that shit is basically you're just getting your song ready for the radio for the radio so radios won't take it either yeah <laughs> if it's not mixed and mastered for the not radio and I, for, by radio i also mean like streams apple music you know yeah. the modern oh wait you know i don't well, mean just they, radios. they'll take it they don't care because yeah. you're paying well, you're no, paying I to know. distribute it they'll take it but i'm talking about who's gonna listen to it yeah well yeah i mean some people do listen to it some and everybody's ears are different Mm-hmm. a horrible mix to me could sound great to you yeah you know but the majority of people's ears are the same yeah or similar in certain aspects mm-hmm. so the mixing and mastering if a, a shit sounds bad it. it's gonna sound bad yeah that's just without a yeah. doubt and and what also irks me to kind of venture off into something different slightly is the way that people record their music because if your recording sounds bad your mix will sound bad and you can't even blame it on the engineer well i mean you can because they set up the mic yeah but unless you're not at a studio mm-hmm. you're at like a home studio mm-hmm. that you do yourself but if the recording sounds bad the mix is gonna sound bad so then your song is gonna sound bad and then you blame it on the engineer it's not their fault yeah if you just send them the stems you need, you need to you need, oh my god i can't speak <laughs> <laughs> if you want to save as much money as possible i would suggest getting your home equipment and you don't need a lot you just need a good mic and you need what else do you need? Okay. All right. Are we getting into equipment? Um, let's just do like a brief. All right. So tell them what, because if they want to save money with yeah. home studios. So if you want to save money in home studios, because you want to like record yourself, all you need to do is get a good mic. Good mics cost $100 and up. You know, they're not the best quality, but they will serve with the purpose. Like it, they'll get the job done, you know? And we'll, and just, so if you're on YouTube, We'll yeah. put descriptions. Well, even here, we'll put it. We'll put well, in yeah, description. Yeah, we'll put descriptions no and like links. What the best equipment would be if well, you want to do the home studio? Well, we'll give you five options. Yeah. So, so in With the description. Budgets. Oh yeah, in the description, we'll give you five options of low to high budget on microphones that you can buy. Yeah. Speakers, audio interfaces. As you can see, that little red box right there. Or we can even make a separate video. Oh yeah, we could even make us. We'll make a like quick YouTube a, video. Yeah. Quick, yeah. Yeah. Of what you need. Um, so for the home studios, all you need is a mic, an audio interface, speakers, and or headphones. Um, and if you're going to be standing or sitting, depending on that, you will need a different type of mic stand. So here, right here, what we're using, are they're called boom arms. Mm-hmm. And if you're standing, you just need a mic stand that is stand. Yeah. And then what about, you know, in order to block the, oh, you know, so all the other sounds? Because that's, like, probably the most important part. It is one of the most important things. Um, you would also need a computer, which I didn't uh-huh. say before. Uh, you would need plugins. Yeah. For that, like, blocking out sound, it's called a uh, gate, gate plugin. Gate. Is G-A-T-E. that, like, the most basic form of, like, because that seems like a lot of things. It's so a lot of things. I'm talking about no plugins i'm just talking right, about so like recording like on like garage band people, like sending it out to people uh, yeah all right all right so the most basic thing that you need is a mic and a computer mm-hmm. that's it because if Do you, you need have the computer though can you just record yourself on your phone no that sounds horrible 
Oh, okay. It sounds really bad unless you're using like a pretty good quality mic that goes into the phone. It's not, it, it sounds really bad. Like, okay. Like it sounds like a telephone call. Oh, okay. So, and it picks up everything in the room. Okay. Um, Makes sense. That, and then also you need like a soundproofed area. Mm-hmm. So you could pick your closet because it has a lot of clothes in it. Yeah. Um, you could well, go. Didn't, wasn't there like an artist who said they went under their I bed? I was just about to say oh, that. With a towel I was over just, their head. I was just about to say that. So T-Pain, everybody yeah. knows who T-Pain is. If uh-huh, you don't, obviously. go look him up. What is wrong with you? How do you not know who T-Pain is? Jesus Christ. All right. So T-Pain recorded a hit record under his bed. A he, hit record. He held, he held his microphone. He held his microphone, mm-hmm. went under his bed with a towel, and started singing, ooh, <laughs> you know. So you don't need a fancy booth. You don't need to be spending all this money at the recording studio. If you get that, you could just send your stems Mm -hmm. to an engineer, somebody who knows how to mix a Mm -hmm. master. Like me. You just need, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, of course. You just need to make it, you know, I would say. Make it, like, if you can listen to it and there's nothing Mm -hmm. that hurts your, not necessarily hurts your ears. If you can listen to it and it's clear, you're good. That's it. It just has to be clear. It can't be muffled. It can't be, it can't be um, distorted. Mm-hmm. It can't be clipping. You yeah, want, don't get a cheapy weepy. No, you mic. want it to sound. You want it to sound clear and a, as a as good as a recording as you can get. If you you know you you know spend a couple few hundred dollars on a mic, it's gonna be worth it because a lot of these studio sessions, I would say it's around. 30 plus more an hour and that's just for the recording not studio even, right not even the recording studio oh well th- for just renting out the space of the recording studio it can span from about 20 to 30 an hour right. but if but you're then recording you need it with an engineer because who that who who's gonna go from the booth to the to computer the, yeah. to the booth to the computer yeah, yeah that's just shit's not and gonna work actually a very cool thing that i don't even know if i told you mm-hmm. this you can have sessions virtually like, I can record you from Dominican Republic, and you'll be here. That's crazy. Yeah. How? There's a, a what's it called? It's a software. There's a software that you can use we as, like, a third party. Then. We can. It's yeah, simple to use. Yeah, if any of you guys watching yeah. this want to be recorded, yeah, but you're, you like, in West Bubblefuck? If you want to be, in West Bubblefuck, if you want to be a guinea pig to this, uh-huh. uh, write, write us a DM us or something. Yeah. Email us. Would love, well, he would love to record you. Oh, yeah. That would be so cool. Yeah. Um, Drake did it one time. Yeah, he recorded so, a lot of his hits like that. Yeah, I mean, there's so many different. You don't need all this fancy shit. Yeah. So, so that'll cut down your cost though, uh-huh, of studio it'll time. Definitely cut down your cost. Instead of you going to the studio every week and spending fifty to sixty, seventy-five, a hundred, two hundred an hour, an just hour, to record guys. your song and not even get a great mix, you'll be spending mm-hmm. maybe close to a thousand dollars for your own equipment and then possibly seventy-five dollars plus. Mm-hmm. per song to mix and master it yeah and the more songs that you send to your engineer at once the more of a deal you'll get yes so, so you'll be spending a lot less so then really if you you know you pay for those um costs up front with the mic and you know if you have a computer that's great if you don't i would buy one it doesn't have I mean, to be an apple computer. it doesn't have to be apple computer it doesn't even have to be a great computer no, it just has to as be a long computer. as it's able to record you yes as, it just it. has to be a computer that's able to use mm-hmm. um certain softwares yeah it can't be too old like honestly let's be honest it has to be uh at least i would say 2019 mm-hmm. 2019 computer yeah and up. you're good um and then then what you're going to be spending on the most is just the mixing mastering yeah and that's needed mixing mastering videos and cover arts mm-hmm. that's it but even cover arts honestly you can do that shit yourself like you, you can. can go 
on Canva. Canva is free. Um, they, I mean, they have a paid plan, yeah. um, but Canva's free for the most part. And you could just drag and drop drag stuff. Drag and drop shit. Take away the background. Mm-hmm. Use their fonts. It can the cover art can literally be just a photo of yourself. Like yeah. it doesn't have this shit doesn't have to be fancy. Yo, go get your friend that wants to mm-hmm. learn how to use Photoshop, because I know you definitely have one, mm-hmm. or you you probably know someone. Mm-hmm. And just ask them, yo, can you like practice on me? And then yeah, that's it. And music videos, I mean, you don't have to invest in them from no, the start. You don't. I would, really I was, you know, as you know, long as you're releasing your music and you're consistent with it. You know what it. I would do? Instead of investing in music videos, I would do lyric videos. And if you know how to do animation, it would be even cooler. That would be even that cooler. That would be very cool. That would be so cool. I love watching Yeah, those. it's like a little cartoon running around. I that's love, supposed to be those you. are cool. Yeah. But I know they definitely take oh, a no, lot of work. Oh, no, they definitely take a lot of work, but it's your craft. Like, it's, not, yeah. it's your project. So then imagine, yeah. imagine you being able to say, I did this video and it's animated and I, yeah, that's, I recorded that's cool. this song. So I can go to any artist and be like, yo, you want to animate a video? Oh, yeah. I also make music. Yeah. You can network that way. Mm-hmm. That's what a lot of photographers do. A lot of videographers do. Cover mm-hmm. artists. That's why they learned how to do it. So they could get in contact with these people. And that's another form of marketing, which is needed in this industry. I mean, mm-hmm. not marketing, networking. Whoa. Networking. <laughs> yeah. So this, this is step three, which is building your brand. If you're just making music just to make music, that shit is not going to work out. People tend to, like artists that we see every day, they don't look at this as their business. They just do it and that's it. Yeah. There's, no, there's no strategic plan. There's no structure. There's no marketing. They're, they're not educating themselves about they, the industry they just think that, or about lyrics. They just think that, oh, I'm going to release a song people are going to listen to it. That's it. They they think that shit's gonna work like magic. That shit is not gonna work like no. magic, and I promise you Unless that. Unless it's like a hit. And that shit, we're being realistic. That shit doesn't happen overnight. No. <laughs> if you get viral on TikTok what, by posting one time, then you're probably like the luckiest person nope. in the world. But most of the times, that shit's not gonna happen. So you need to act as if. Well, not even act. You are an entrepreneur. If you are an artist and you're building yourself up. You're an entrepreneur. You're a business owner. You have to be strategic about everything yeah. that you do. And, and that means you need to learn the legality of things. Mm-hmm. You need to learn the legal stuff. Because mm-hmm. then you're just going to screw yourself over in the long run. Yeah. You need to be strategic. Mm-hmm. You need to act as an entrepreneur. Yeah, you need to think you, like one too. What does entrepreneurs do? They perfect their craft, mm-hmm. right? They perfect what they're doing. And they research the market. They don't stop learning. They keep learning because shit changes every single day. Yeah, especially in the music industry. There's a new sound. Mm-hmm. There's a new trend. There's so- always something new. Always. Mm-hmm. And you need to keep up with it because if you don't, then you're asked out. Yeah. You as an artist building yourself up, you, if you, I don't know if anyone has ever seen, maybe people in the music industry has seen these videos of like these people that millionaire habits. You should have those habits. You should if you can wake up early in the morning, yeah. dep- I mean, depending obviously I mean, that's something that's, on how. Sorry. Yeah. No, uh, that's something that a lot of um, artists don't do. Yeah. They all go to the studio late at night. They all. Just, I mean, I'm not saying that it's bad. No, obviously, whatever works course, for you works but for you. Just try to, you know, create good habits. Create good habits. You need to educate yourself. If you are on a drive or you're on a walk or whatever you're doing, it could be folding laundry. If you're not listening to educational podcasts like this, or you're not watching YouTube videos on how to get better, what marketing plan you should have, 
um, anything like that, I don't know what the hell you're doing. <laughs> you really need to educate yourself. You need to be analytical about yeah. the lyrics that you listen to. Read books. I know that might sound ridiculous. I don't know. Just re- educate yourself, man. Be strategic. It really pisses me off when I see artists not putting that work yeah. in. Yeah. You need to, like they need that to get shit, on it. But the, all that shit adds to like the frustration within these relationships mm-hmm. in the music industry. Because yeah. you have you, for example. You're a person who is motivated, who's determined. You don't play with... If you say one thing, that's it. Yeah. Right? You don't switch up on your word. Yet you have all of these artists who flake, who don't show up, yeah. who want shit for free. No, that shit's not going to work you out. You will not get shit for free unless people are starting off. The only way mm-hmm. that you're getting shit for free is if people are learning how to do it. And so don't don't be surprised if your shit sounds like crap. Because yeah. they're learning yeah, at the end and of the day. it's free. And you can't complain about free shit. You complain about free shit, you're not getting free shit again. But you pay for a reason. You pay because it took years to learn what we're doing. Mm-hmm. It took me years to learn how to make beats. I'm five years into this right now. Yeah. I don't know. Like, that shit literally oh, yeah. gets me so it pissed off. It pisses me off, too. Because I'm though the one I'm not that's like affected. In, I know. You're the one that's affected. But, like, I hear everything yeah, else. Yeah, because I tell her. I'm like, yo, you know, you know what the fuck just happened to me? Yeah. And then, obviously, he's mad. I get yeah, mad. Yeah, she's like, oh, my God, are you kidding? Yeah. No way, no way. You're not dealing with that guy again. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not. It, it just fucking pisses me off. Yeah, it's really off. annoying. I recently... I don't get why people are like that. I recently that. had a session where the guy was like, yeah, I'm on my way. And then I called him. Well, first of all, you asked for oh, a yeah, deposit. Oh, yeah, I asked for a, First off, I asked for a deposit. And out of good faith, I gave him the benefit of the doubt. Because he told me, he was like, yeah, I'm going to send it to you. I was like, okay, cool. I fell asleep. So that was on me. Because I didn't hit him back. I was in like, oh, yeah, let me get the deposit for the session tomorrow. Because if not, I'm going to cancel it, you know? So the next day, he was like, oh, yeah, I can, I can give it to you, but I only have cash on me. I was like, okay, I could go meet you. You know, like, I'll go pick it up because it wasn't too far. So um, it got too late, and I met him at the, I was at the studio. I call him 15 minutes after the session time starts, and there was no answer. To this day, I haven't spoken to him. And that shit it's, happens all the it's time. It's so annoying. It honestly. Then it's a waste of time, and then I'm at the studio. I, I have to pay that money. Because now you're making me pay 100 and something dollars out of my pocket because you didn't fucking show up. Yeah. So then if you, if people are asking for deposits, if engineers or... Pay the um, fucking deposit. Pay the fucking deposit. deposit. If you are not paying the deposit, they're going to cancel that session. And you know what? That's good because too many people have, like, taken advantage, want free shit all the time. That shit does not... don't, Don't be that person, guys. Fucking work your ass off, educate and yourself, go people. to work, save up money. Pay these people because this is their job. Mm-hmm. Like this is, and they deserve this it. Is how they're putting in they the work. Put in work. You know what engineers have to go through in order to work at a studio? Yo, they work eight hour shifts or more. Well, no, not eight hour shifts. Eight hour shifts is normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm talking about like half a eight day, hour half a total. day, half a day, like twelve hour shifts. Twelve hours. They work twelve hour shifts. Yeah, and a lot of engineers and producers they will work at, at night. night. They won't sleep. Because artists Art, like to record. They're on night. call. Yeah. Not just that, they're on call. Yo, pull, yo, where, what are you doing now? Oh, I'm asleep. I, like, I was sleeping. But pull that up to the studio. Shit, okay, I'm there. Why? That shit money. is a really big problem, though. We can't fix that problem because no. that shit just go all. It goes fucking. Yeah, deep. it goes way too deep. But that so, shit is fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Just pay, pay. Yeah. You're paying for a service. I don't get. It's that. gonna get done. Yeah. <laughs> like. We're not going to fucking take your money and then not hit you up. You're there. 
Yeah. Like, we have to give you your shit. <laughs> that shit bothers it's me. Annoying. Yo. It's annoying. Um, continuing on to step three, which was building a brand. I already said. <laughs> I already said that you know. We just went completely off topic. Yeah, we did. That was a huge. But you rant. know what? That it was necessary. Important. It was necessary. To it was, say. It's important because yeah. I don't want anyone watching this video to have that mentality. I want them to have the mentality of I'm fucking working my ass off. I'm educating myself. I'm learning the market. I am saving money yeah. to pay engineers to Producers make some my song because that's yeah pay for your fucking beats do not steal beats no you want to build your brand mm -hmm. do it the right way do it the do, do it, it the, the right, right way. way pay for beats and get mm -hmm. the licenses to these beats so you don't get it doesn't have to be the premium whatever no, license get the, exclusive get the license. license you just the, the basic you don't want to get copyrighted mm -hmm. like that's the whole point you don't want your song to be taken down one day and like what the fuck happened i released it yeah. uh, like three days ago what's happening Oh, and then all copyright. the time, all of that was for nothing. You spent, you spent the mix and mastering for, for what? what? No, well, they could still go back and get the license though, and then re-release it. Okay. So it's just still wasting it, their time. It's a waste it's, of time because then that's days that you lose from mm -hmm. that release, where people were like adding it to the playlist, and I was gone off of all stories. Do it the right just way. Do it the right way. Pay for everything because if you pay for everything, nothing's gonna get mm -hmm. fucked up. That's it. Yeah. You don't want you don't want anything to fuck up. Shit Just do will it. go right yeah. if you are doing it the right That's way. It. Other things that you want to think about when you're building your brand, obviously you want to know you should already have your artist name, whatever yeah. that is. You should also think about, you know, if you are targeting a specific group, if you want to connect with a certain group more. Well, usually for rappers, because mm -hmm. I mean, that's where we kind of dwell in, or I kind of dwell in that I know more yeah. of because I deal with rappers. Their target market is like ages 14, 15, 16 to tw mm -hmm. about 25 or higher. And you know, the, the important thing about you don't have to have a target market, but obviously, because you could connect it with yeah. anyone. But I mentioned this just because if you're targeting a certain market, you're connecting with them in a specific way, which will give you those loyal fans mm -hmm. and keep coming back yeah, to you. Which is why we say to be lyrical but mm -hmm. that's this, our yeah. opinion. It's not like necessary. It's not necessary. Yeah. None of this is, I mean, you could do things how you want to do it, but if we, you know, we were doing this from yeah, scratch, this is the way that we do it. Some lyricism is appreciated. Mm -hmm. Just so you know, like even if you do one line, just throw one line in there. Yeah. One, one good line, you know? Yeah. And if people, you know, artists listen to that, like, yeah. wow. I mean, for example, can I throw an example out there? Yeah. Sleepy Hollow just released a song like mm -hmm. a couple days ago. It's called Die Young. With uh, I think his name is three four three forty seven eight Aiden or something like that. Mm -hmm. He's from Canada. He says about eight lines in two different parts of his music that are the best part of the entire song. Everything else is just like background noise to me, personally. Mm -hmm. And I love Sleepy Hollow. He's one of my favorite rappers. But with that song specifically, only eight mm -hmm. lines stuck out to me, and that's all I listen for. Then I tune out the rest. So it's it's not necessary to have a hit song every time. No. You know? Like you just need to know that that artist is gonna throw out a couple lines out there that you're gonna be like, Yeah. Yeah. You know? That's really it. That's it. But for building your brand, you wanna be known for something. And the reason that I brought up Sleepy Hollow was because he's known for things like that. He's known yeah. for, for specific lines that he says. So you're gonna expect it. That's what he's known for. Another example is Chef G. What is he known for? Every time that you that you hear a Chef G song, you, you don't even have to be knowing that it's Chef G playing. All you hear is, 
Mm-hmm. Like, as soon as you hear that, you already know that whisper. That's it. Mm-hmm. You just want to be known for something. You also want to think about what are your values. Because, um, you know, a lot of artists, they share that through their music. And again, uh, fans will connect to that, which, like, again, it goes back to uh, having a loyal fan base and then creating a long lasting effect in the music industry. And a lot of artists let their values be known. Mm-hmm. Like they they say what they want to say. They say what they, they want to say, how they feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know, fans do like they that because it's honesty. It is honesty, and whether it's the drill music where they're like, "Oh, we're gonna get back," whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's a value. They're yeah. saying we're gonna get back. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's what they're going to do. So, you want to yeah. put out there which how you view yourself in the world. That's really what yeah. it is. Yeah. So while you're building up your brand literally if everyone that you know does not know that you make music <sighs> you're doing something wrong you do, you're doing, you're something, doing wrong. something wrong everybody should be mm-hmm. like oh you're in the studio again <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, everyone they want to be annoyed no no he every person that he meets he somehow works into conversation that he's a Fuck music yeah. producer you want to know why because mm-hmm. then that way I could be like, oh, you need beats? <laughs> yeah. I got you. <laughs> and there's so many people who secretly yeah. want to be artists. I mean, I feel like everyone Everybody, has secretly bro. wanted to be there's, an artist. You're going to tell me that no, none of you, none of you grabbed that fucking comb uh-huh. in the bathroom mm-hmm. and didn't pick it up like a mic when you were little? Mm-hmm. And you probably still do that Stop shit. Stop the cap. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on, Come on now. now. <laughs> we know. <laughs> you don't got to hide <laughs> it. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, where were you going with this? <laughs> About everybody wants to secretly be an artist, how I work it into every conversation. Oh, yeah. You, you work it into every conversation. So, if you're not doing the same shit, what the fuck are you yeah, doing? It's networking. Nano has, we have one person signed to the yeah. label right Celoso. now. His name is Celoso. And when we were in the city taking pictures, oh, I was taking pictures of him in the city. Um, Nano was literally every person that came up to us or we interacted with. He somehow put it in the conversation that he's an artist and that you're the music producer and that you own the record And then label. you know what I did? And then, and then you create conversation. Yeah, and then you know what I did after that? Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, uh, add us on Instagram. Yeah. And I saw them hit that follow button. Yeah. We gained at least 10 followers that day. You have to be social. You have. But like at the same time, there are a lot of introverts. There though. are a lot of introverts. But in the industry, if you want to mm-hmm. build your brand up, you have to network. Yeah, you There's have to no network. way that you can't not be. You a, have to connect. It's all about yeah, connecting Yeah. And with obviously, people. I'm not saying if you feel a weird ass vibe, don't, don't walk up to that person. Out. Just get the fuck out like mm-hmm. go home <laughs> yeah or go somewhere else but if you're like just a little bit socially awkward or you have a little bit of social anxiety break that shit because yeah i have social anxiety i did not feel comfortable talking mm-hmm. to these people they were strangers it, just, it takes practice yeah. man you just gotta that shit doesn't always come natural and that's okay just break your bubble that's it yeah but that's also you know like I, going back to this it's also every entrepreneur you know experiences yeah. that and if it's so similar and if you feel like a failure because of it don't be afraid of failure. Like, no. fail, you just learn from it. What What can I do next time to talk to this person where I won't feel so mm-hmm. so weird about it, you know? And then you just learn from it. You go yeah. off and you do something different next time, and then eventually yeah. you'll be fine. The thing about entrepreneurs, and I mentioned this to you, is that once they experience failures, failure, something goes wrong, it's all about how quickly they can pivot yeah, you gotta from bounce it. Back. 
You gotta bounce back as quick and as you can. As quick as you like, can. We're not saying mm-hmm. we're not saying don't take your time to heal whatever you need to heal, yeah. but just learn from it exactly. and bounce back as quick as you can. What can you do to make things different this yeah. time? But you know, I think that goes along with it. The gist of it, building your brand. You want to act as an entrepreneur. Yes. Well, you are an entrepreneur because on, you're on building top your brand of that, up. Though, you need mm-hmm. to be very heavily active on social media. Mm-hmm. If you're not active on social media, then... Yeah, that's actually another step, Oh, though. it is. Oh, see, I was getting ahead of myself. But when you suddenly shift your mindset from, okay, I'm not just a musician, I am an entrepreneur, this shit has to work out. I'm going to put in the work, I'm going to study the market, I'm going to study lyrics, I'm going to be lyrical, I'm going to read books, I'm going to listen to podcasts, I'm going to watch YouTube videos. If you're not taking advantage of all these online resources then you're not doing all the work that you can do yeah and and in the description also as well as the equipment that we're going to put we'll put like three or four books that you can get because there are some really good books that you can read about this music industry that go into every single aspect royalties the legal stuff like you have to do a lot and invest a lot because like we said Mm -hmm. this is your business you are a business your alias like Uh celoso that's not his real name, obviously, but he's a business. Why? Because he's making money off of his music. Yeah. The same way that Lil Baby, the name Lil Baby is a business. The name Da Baby is a business. Jack Harlow, yeah. Drake, they're all businesses. So it's important to learn how to register yourself as a business, too. Wait, I mean, we can talk about and the learn that view. aspect. That's a whole you know, other big thing. It's a whole, ju- um, it's a whole thing. Yeah. But we're, mm-hmm. we're going to get into all but of it. But when you change your mindset, suddenly you start to think about as a business, you start to think of as a business owner, how can I be strategic about every little move? Because it's not just about doing what you think is the right thing to do. It's about you. It's a lot. You have to be data driven. And I know this sounds technical and it might sound scary, whatever. Um, but really, you just have to make sure that everything you're doing is for a purpose and there's a reason behind all the madness or whatever. When she's talking about data, what she means is your streams, your social media analytics, and your ticket sales if you're doing shows. You just you need to pay attention to the numbers. You need to pay attention to the numbers and see what is gaining the yeah. most attraction. If you're posting Instagram Reels every week and you're getting 10K views on each of them, keep posting yeah. Instagram Reels mm-hmm. and repurpose them for YouTube Shorts or TikToks, you know? put the same shit on different platforms man you just had to put the work in yeah. honestly and there's it's a lot of so work. there's so many online resources mm-hmm. like honestly you don't you don't need to pay for a course you don't need to pay no. for all this expensive shit go on fucking it's youtube all on youtube all Yo, on youtube i have a diploma in youtube university mm-hmm. i learned how to make beats off of youtube yep shout out to wavy wayne and help me devon mm-hmm. who freaking helped me learn the basics of mixing mm-hmm. like all everything is on youtube everything all the knowledge that you need to have is in your pocket yep just look shit up the right way find reliable sources yeah or try shit if it doesn't work try something different mm-hmm. that's really it like there's not there's no science behind it there, everything different like different things work for everyone so you just got to figure out your way i'm when i i'm super passionate about this just because i feel like we see too many people like i said who flee who don't really take this shit seriously, always want to get free shit. So it's like, you're not moving yourself in the right way. So, I mean, if you switch that from, okay, I'm an entrepreneur, like I'm that, that word is very, it's a strong statement. I am an entrepreneur. Okay. I'm a business owner. So then at that point, you're kind of thinking like, 
why am I going to do this if it's not going to get yeah, me Yeah, you're, you're thinking in a different way that another artist who wouldn't be thinking that way would think. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. So to end step three, we're just going to say that building your brand is kind of the foundation that you need to build. That foundation is going to stay with you throughout your entire career. So it's very important to build your brand in the right way. Yeah. You know? What you want to represent. Yeah. What do you want to be known for? Your values. And it shows your day-to-day life. Your your mm-hmm. Instagram or your TikTok should literally depict who you are as yeah. a person or as an artist. Not, I mean, if you want fans that are going to stick with you, it's not just about them liking your music. It's about them liking you. You, yeah, and who you are. Because mm-hmm. if you're doing some fucked up shit, Yo, you're gonna have some fucked up fans this, yeah this, well this in this world cancel culture is a real thing yeah. so just be very careful about what you do and what you say no of course mm-hmm. of course to so go to step four step four you got to start releasing music yeah if you don't release music then you're just making music mm-hmm. so you made the library of songs right while you're making library of well, you're done making library songs or while you're doing that you're building up you're building up your your brand, your brand and mm-hmm. you're doing that through promoting and marketing your music mm-hmm. so when you release music first off you need to have a distribution platform yeah there are a bunch and everybody's gonna tell you that all of them are shit because mm-hmm. unless you sign to a label they're not gonna s- speed up the process they're not gonna do anything for you mm-hmm. they're just gonna release your music at whatever date you do with time or whenever the fuck they want yeah and if you don't have the rights to your beats they're gonna take that shit down yep 100 percent. okay so buy your beats so guys. buy your beats guys it's mm-hmm. very important to buy your beats or else your music will not be released yeah there'll be an issue and the the pictures they use for your cover arts also need to be yours yeah because mm-hmm. if you're not buying that picture somebody owns that, shit that picture can be taken down and then well. they won't accept your cover art mm-hmm. so the process is when you when you release your song they ask you for everything, all the information about the song, lyrics, who wrote it, who made the music, who um, is the music yours, mm-hmm. if there's a sample in it, uh, what else do they ask you? Did I say if the picture's yours? Yeah. Okay. So they ask you for all that stuff, your information as to the platforms, if you have an account as like Apple Music, if you have an artist account. Um, so they'll do that. And then what they'll do is they'll send you emails saying your picture just got verified, which means that that picture is yours. They know that it's yours. It's not somebody else's picture, like Missy Fu's picture from West Bubblefuck mm-hmm. that he took the picture and posted on Instagram. It's your picture. So yeah. they're not gonna they're gonna accept that picture as your cover art. Mm-hmm. And then another thing is that they're going to verify your audio. Mm-hmm. If your if your audio isn't verified, it got copyrighted. Yeah. So then they're gonna take it down. You're not you're not gonna be yeah. able to release it. Mm-hmm. So it's very important. Yeah, but look, I mean you don't have to be signed to a label. You do not have to that's, be signed to a label one hundred percent. That's I mean, that's a complete other topic that we're going to talk about. And it's a risk Mm -hmm. in itself if Mm -hmm. you know that, if you don't have such a big following. Yeah. I would say it's good to do things yourself. Yeah. Especially in the beginning. You know, being being an independent artist. Yeah, don't, don't like go about thinking like, oh my mm -hmm. God, label. That's all I want. Yeah. Because it may not be the life that you really want. Yeah. It really depends on the type, like who you are, not the Mm -hmm. type of person, but who you are and what you want. I mean, if you know you're going the independent artist route, which is what we suggest if yeah. you're doing this from the start, because if you if you really want to succeed in this and you know know your shit well, the way of doing that is by doing the in and outs yourself mm-hmm. from the start and, and learning like how learning much, how much work it mm-hmm. actually takes. Yeah, learning from it because I mean, if you're just 
signed to a label you're not putting you're not really putting in the work you're yourself you're you're not learning about the music nope. industry from the business all side all you're doing is making music releasing yeah. music and hoping that shit works yeah so i That's mean it. if you do it all yourself you're gonna it's gonna benefit you for the long term because yeah. you, you are already educated in that way and you know the business side and you know how it works so yeah, if somebody you know doesn't it do works. it right or you have a specific mm-hmm. budget that you have to meet you're like oh i can handle this so i can save money in my pocket yeah you know but uh distribution platforms i would say top five mm-hmm. if you're looking for a free one like off rip free united masters is pretty good it's probably one of the best free ones um if you're looking to pay for some distro kid would be my number two Which or is, number one yeah, paid for we use that yeah in reality i wanted to try to use a platform called one rpm mm-hmm. yeah but I, I had issues before like trying to create the account but, I mean, that's that's another thing that on YouTube, you search that shit up. There's mad videos. There's mad videos about it. Everyone half has different people, experiences. Half those people are ambassadors of it. Yeah. So they get paid, they get paid for the video. But just, like, look it up. Do your own mm-hmm. research. See what you think. All of them are crap. I mean, at, 100%. The, at the end of the day, in order to release your music, what you just need to do is upload it through a distribution yeah. platform like um distro kid mm-hmm. and you want to make sure that your music is copyrighted yeah and that's you, really it's it. registered already. you want to you want to copyright it with whatever state mm-hmm. you're in copyright office yeah and just do it with multiple songs at a time yeah because it's expensive then if, yeah if you do like a bundle there's usually deals um there's one deal it's like an album of songs for yeah. a specific set amount of money but i mean that's all you really need in order to release your music copyright it with the copyright office register yourself for a publishing yes publishing like bmi or ascap yeah because publishing you're getting money again for what the lyrics okay so so how it works is your song generates two streams of income Mm -hmm. it has the streaming revenue well the streaming which is you know how many streaming listening yeah so it's the streaming royalties which are how many people are listening Mm -hmm. and you have your publishing royalties which they kind of split so because you wrote it, you get that second part. It's like yeah. a writer's royalty. Writer's royalty. Because sometimes you have a songwriter. Yeah, who didn't write, who didn't like perform yeah. the song. Because there are other people, there are multiple people that yeah. can be involved in the Yeah, if you write the song for you, you could perform it yeah. in front of the mic. So the person who wrote the song should be getting the publishing royalties. Yeah. And the person who releases it, or really rapped it or sung it or whatever, is getting the streaming royalties. So if I were you, I would register for ASCAP because they give you um, discounts on things like insurance and stuff. So it's it's pretty good. Um, but yeah, register yourself as a publisher and an artist. Because mm-hmm. if you can create a publishing company, then you can publish other people's music mm-hmm. on that platform. And that is a form of income also. Because the publisher always takes 50% of the royalty. Mm-hmm. And if you want to know more ways to earn money as an artist, that's another video that or podcast yeah. that, well, we'll that we'll get have. into. Yeah. We have a lot of ideas for these podcasts. There's so much information to give out and to learn about the music industry. If you keep watching these videos, you'll, you'll learn a lot. And that's exactly what you should be doing if you're building yourself up. It is. And again, these are just our suggestions. So back to the distribution platforms. Yeah. So everybody's going to mm-hmm. find an issue with one of them. Yeah. Every You're going to find a but bunch of issues with them. you find what works for you, you know. You got to find what works for you. But make sure if you're switching distribution platforms you upload that music yeah it's important the other so so hold on before Mm -hmm. we even get into that though you're gonna find issues with all of them you gotta find the one that works for you whether you have to switch a bunch of them yeah it happens it does happen but in reality you just need it to function Mm -hmm. if if they release it on time it's okay and release it with time at least two weeks in advance 
if you're going to be switching distribution platforms, you should release all of your songs that are already up on like Apple Music or whatever before deleting them on that service or that platform. So if I'm using 1RPM or if I'm using Bandcamp and I want to go to DistroKid, I should release everything through DistroKid. Then once it's up, I would delete all my music off of Bandcamp and delete my account. That's how you need to do it. Yeah, because if not, then you're going to lose all those streams. Yeah. And you don't want that shit. And you do not want that. That's, That's money. That's bad. That's, That's not okay. <laughs> That's money. Um. All right. So let's get into step five. The, the last, last step, step. The final step. Social media marketing. All right. It's probably one of the most important things other than releasing your music or creating your music. Yeah. If you don't have this, then there's no point. You no need, point. You need to reach out to people. You need people to see your shit. You need to be posting on TikTok instagram i would say at least two social media platforms two so i feel like minimum i feel like instagram and tiktok are a good way to start yeah. i feel like facebook is kind of obsolete yeah i mean that's most i don't that i feel like that's not important um, and snapchat too yeah I, i'm not i don't even use snapchat i just have it on my phone for some reason i don't yeah. know um yeah t- tiktok and instagram very important and when you post on tiktok you can just repurpose it to yeah. instagram for and the YouTube reels too. um youtube shorts as yeah. well and youtube shorts is only like 30 seconds or a minute i think i think yeah. it's less than a minute actually yeah so you need to be when people say content 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 is key they're not lying because it, it is like, and i know you might hear it all the time but if you're not doing that shit then i mean i don't know what to tell you yo if you're mm-hmm. an artist that has a tiktok like mm-hmm. if you have the tiktok on your phone you're gonna see how many people are promoting themselves on there mm-hmm. how many times do you see open verse Yo, and shit i have seen so many people grow on tiktok yeah. so many artists someone i know i think tiktok is so special because the algorithm allows you to see people on your feed that you have never seen before yeah and, and that's, i think that's so it special opens the doors mm-hmm. like you can become famous with one video mm-hmm. and off of that video your life can change like it's so crazy but it's definitely necessary. Yeah, you need to just just post all the time, man. I would say if you are so busy and you don't really know how to maneuver social media, as long as you post once a day on both platforms, but obviously the more the better. As long as you're somehow staying connected and consistent. Consistent cuz you need to, you can't just try this shit out for a week and that's yeah. it. You're like, "Oh my god, I have got like 10 views. I'm not doing this shit anymore." No, that's not how it is. It's not going to work that way. You have to put time into it. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. You're right. There's several different ways where you can kind of gain that momentum and that fan base. We'll just talk about a few examples of what you can do on social media. But that's a whole other video in itself. But I've seen people interviewing people on the streets and asking them like, um, what they think what about think their about music. Yeah. yeah. What do you think about this? And the crazy shit is that the more you step out your bubble, you're going to reap those benefits. Yeah, and the more creative you mm-hmm. are with it, too. Wasn't the baby wearing, like, a diaper, like, on the streets or something? Yeah, he was. What was he doing? Because that shit... I don't fucking know. I saw a fucking video. Yeah, like, he, was, he was wearing he was a on fucking the street. diaper. I don't know why. I mean, he is the well, baby, no, but, like, he still. was wearing a diaper, and that shit, is, it's fucking weird, but guess what? It caught people's attention. I'm sure it caught people's attention. Yeah. People were like, who is this man? Yeah, that was, oh, like, um... search him up. Oh, he makes music. Yeah. You know, I mean, you don't got to do that shit. You don't. you don't have to do that. But I mean, the more you step out your bubble, like I said. The example that you gave, though, mm-hmm. about the walking up to people. I saw one where this guy had his song and he just walked up to random people and gave them headphones. He was like, hey, listen to my song. Yeah. They were like, sure. And they gave honest feedback. Yes. And it was completely pure. Like, 
and it was probably one of the it was it had a bunch of views and that's a bunch a, of likes. Yo, that's a great way of connecting and yeah. networking, but also getting people to recognize you. And I mean, I just think it's great. It is honestly. Another thing is like the open verses that they do on TikTok, which is really cool because then you can see people's talent. Those are talent. so cool. I love those videos. Yeah, because it's two people that are collaborating without even trying. Mm-hmm. They just scrolled and they were like, I can make something I, to this. I love the videos where it's like a girl singing and then there's like a rapper who will yeah. be in the open verse. Yeah. I think that shit is so cool. I love that mix. Like, I love hearing a girl just singing and then a guy rapping. It just sounds so good, I feel like. It does. And I love that. And that there's so many people that will have those open verses on. And it's other artists like you who are trying to get more people to listen to them on their page or whatever and it's it's not just that though like mm-hmm. the um the famous artists too they do it and then that's an opportunity for you yes oh my god like that's that's a way for you to open a door in a relationship yes. that will change your life 100 percent. yeah and if they're doing that they're doing it for a reason they're going to be watching all these videos of course so or I at mean, least the ones that get the most likes yeah which means do good do good because if you think about it they're gonna be like this person do edit this person's uh-huh. like people would literally just go on tiktok and they watch those yeah. specifically on social media you can also be sharing your musical process honestly or you could be sharing your day in the life honestly as long as you're posting content it doesn't necessarily it matter what it is you yeah it doesn't posting, have to man. be music doesn't because at the same time you want to be a good you know a person that people connect with at yeah, the same time because you're an artist mm-hmm. you're selling your image yeah that's what it is yeah you are selling your you're image. selling your image to people so it's very important to, yeah to let people see who you are which is why you post things like that other than music because they want to get to know you that's that's what it is that's how you build a cult following people with the same values the same views everything they relate to you and they live through you and your music. Yep. That's what it is. I kind of want to get into the dispute of pay promotion or not. Because so many people want to, I don't know, they think that by paying for promotion, that means it's guaranteed views and streams and whatnot when it's not. The bait that I've had many times. Yeah. Paid promotion is not necessarily the best way to go. At all, especially if you are an up and coming artist or an artist that is just starting out, stop paying for shit because they guarantee you one. Like, let's say if you're putting five dollars mm-hmm. in, they guarantee you five thousand, one thousand to three thousand views within that certain period of time. You'll get the views because it's going to put it in front of people's faces. But it doesn't mean they're engaging. They're not with engaging it. with it. Mm-hmm. They they are legally bound to put that shit in people's faces. That many people's faces. Mm-hmm. They're just because scrolling you, past it, though. You paid for it. Mm-hmm. You pay to put that in front of people's faces, so it's up to you to mm-hmm. get them engaged. It's up to you to grab their attention, mm-hmm. which means that then if you grab their attention, they're paying attention to you, then they engage, mm-hmm. you know? You're basically paying for views, you're not paying for likes, and that's the issue, because then the algorithm is like, okay, this person's paying, but then your next post that's not promoted will do horrible. And, I mean, I don't know about you, but every single time... I scroll past an ad. I just, I mean, skip I just, it. I skip it. Yeah, most people I do. I never watch it. Most people do. So, I mean, what's the point of it? I mean, some people, some people see it and they like it. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, cool. There's a new person I can listen to, you yeah. know? But others are like, a lot of times like it's not like that. Yeah. And, and then you can't really tell what your analytics truly look like. Mm-hmm. Cause then it fucks up how it was going. Yeah. You know, all you have to do then is continuously 
promoting, 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 promoting because you're fucking up your algorithm. You don't need to pay for, like, I, I honestly would not recommend paying for promotion. Yeah, no. Um, don't pay for promotion unless promotion is needed. Like, mm-hmm. like paid promotion is needed. You have a show that you're selling tickets mm-hmm. to and you need heads at that show. You pay $20, $30 for promotion. Yeah. You know? At that point, you can pay for promotion because you're going to be making money at the mm-hmm. show. But if you're not making money off that promotion, then what the fuck is the point? Yeah. You can grow your audience just by posting all the yeah. time. Honestly, if you just, if you're releasing your music, you're posting content every single day, you're connecting, you're engaging with people, it's going to show and you are going to reap those benefits. So you definitely do not need to be paying for paid promotion like at all. I, I I wouldn't recommend that if you're starting out, especially um, as long as you're releasing your music, you're being consistent, you're posting content every single day, you're connecting with people and you're building other people up. You should also be on Instagram, connecting with other artists. Yes. Making connections. Producers, that's networking. engineers. Mm-hmm. It's networking. you never know who's going to be watching, watching. I yeah. had I had a Grammy winning. I think it was producer he just randomly scrolled on my page and he liked my stuff and he commented he was like good stuff i was like oh shit <laughs> you have a blue check mark <laughs> like you know what i mean you like this beat that isn't mixed correctly wow thank you you know that's that's motivation and that's building building you up also you should never think that your ego is too big for that yeah, no no don't no because you're not you're not gonna get anywhere with that you will get humbled real quick mm-hmm especially on instagram or tiktok mm-hmm. people will humble you and they yeah, don't even oh, yeah. know you a hundred percent people are not afraid of that <laughs> and i all i did i just posted i was like thank you for reaching out you know yeah i appreciate it and then it just served as motivation to keep going yep it may seem so simple because at the end of the day it is it's just about staying consistent and continuing when you see no reward i think that within a year you will see progress yeah if you do it the right way if you do if you are consistent for a year you cannot tell me that you're not going to see any benefits. You have to. Mm-hmm. There's no way. And from a, year's those, a, a year's long time if you're being consistent. From those, though, you can get opportunities mm-hmm. like shows. Mm-hmm. Like just by posting. You'll yeah. be like, oh, I I mean, need shows you. another way of, you know, marketing. It's another way of marketing, too, because mm-hmm. then people could just Shazam your shit. Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, who is this? I've never heard of this person before. Who is this? You know? Boom. Snapchat Shazam or just Shazam in general. Oh, cool. I know who this is now. I can listen mm-hmm. to their music. Follow on Instagram. Like, you know, like that's how that shit works. People, if they like your music and that goes back to quality, you need that quality of sound. Yeah. Because if you don't have it, then they're not going to like your song. They'd be like, oh, this shit sounds fucked up. My ears hurt. You know, like it's, it's all, it all ties in together. And then from that, once you build up your, your social media, you'll be getting sponsorships, ambassadors. Yeah, that's another income. And other things. And that's another form of income in this industry. A lot of people make their income off of ads and sponsorships. And that's what will happen. That's what you'll gain. And a lot of people that, some people that I know are already on their way. And it's crazy. Because I saw them when they were at their lowest. And it works. Like it 100% works. It's the Thrive City Podcast. So to recap, these are the five steps, okay? The first one is perfecting your craft. Second one is creating a library of 24 to 52 songs. The third one is building your brand up and um, acting as an entrepreneur. Yeah. 
the fourth one is releasing your music and then the last one is social media marketing Mm -hmm. and all of that should get you to a place where you can profit off of your music Mm -hmm. as long as you're consistent because you can't just do this shit for like a month and if there's anything that you take out of this video i don't care i don't care if you don't remember any of this shit be consistent we and can, also and pay for your shit pay, be consistent pay for your shit <laughs> and get your shit mix and master yeah get those your are shit the three together. things those are the three things that we need you to well, remember. also be an entrepreneur you know get change that shift of mentality mm-hmm. change it because as soon as you start thinking that you are a business you will see how you're things gonna, you're gonna maneuver, you're gonna like, maneuver a like a business you're gonna see how things affect you and other people and how certain relationships are needed for your business and things like that and that's necessary. It is because, I mean, if you want to make it, I mean, more so if you're an independent artist, if you want to make it in the industry, it's it's vital to learn about the business. Yeah. And all of that goes in with educating yourself and coming up with these plans and paying attention to your finances and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. And that's really what's needed to become an artist. All right, if you're watching on YouTube, you might see a little change in quality because yeah. the battery of our camera died. While we were in the middle of recording. Yeah, while we were in the middle. Yeah. But anyways. If you're an artist, these five steps should definitely help you get started. And if you are already started, they should help you maybe learn a little bit more and get a little bit further from where you are right yeah. now. Yeah. If you watch the whole episode, I'm weird. So thankful. Yes. Thank you so I much. Cause I know it's a long one and we Very get long. sidetracked, but yeah. I feel like everything will be said, um, definitely is important. Mm-hmm. And it I plays guess. a part. Yeah. It, it all plays ties a part in. for sure. And you know, just again, just keep posting, staying consistent mm-hmm. and, um, you pay know, watching, pay for your shit, watching <laughs> YouTube videos, listening to podcasts yeah. like these, never stop growing never. and never stop learning you're always okay? learning in this industry yeah even me mm-hmm. even the highest of the highest in the industry there we're all learning that's, that's what life is about so so we want to thank you again thank you very much for tuning into yeah, the dark city podcast subscribe on like YouTube. subscribe comment let mm-hmm. us know what you think give us topics yes give us topics if you just want to mm-hmm. say yo you're weird like i don't care just say something say something <laughs> say something let us know what you think yeah because we want to hear us, the feedback give us you know a nice little rating on yeah. whatever you're listening to about yeah. spotify podcast just give some feedback yeah, that's give all we some ask feedback tell a friend yeah tell, tell a friend yeah tell a friend yeah um, but we want to thank you for joining us on the Thrive City Podcast. We hope you learned something from yeah. this and mm-hmm. we'll be definitely yeah. making and we'll some more videos. Every Friday, every Friday we'll be dropping a new episode. And we yeah. hope you enjoyed. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That was nice. We'll see you guys next time. Thank you for tuning into the Thrive City Podcast. We really appreciate you for listening to what we have to say. It really means a lot. So please leave us with your feedback and thoughts about this episode. Before you leave, please give us a comment, like, and subscribe because it really helps out the channel, especially if you're listening on YouTube. Also, don't forget the most important thing. Tell a friend. This, this right here, this is the Thrive City Podcast.